1: Listening to the Radiator 105.9 W O M M L P Burlington. We are here on Rocket Shop this evening. I'm your host Ross, and we're here with the Cam Gilmore trio. Good yeah, evening, nice guys. How are we doing?
2: Doing well. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good.
1: Uh, so we we'll get to the the talking part portion of the evening here in a minute. How about you guys play us in with a song?
2: Sounds good.
1: It's called Ambient Campfire. you mm-hmm. The Cam Gilmore Trio with Ambient Campfire. That was really cool, guys. Thanks. So let's start off by uh, introducing yourselves to our audience this evening.
2: Yeah, my name is Cam Gilmore,
1: and you play all um, sorts of things over yeah, there. Today I, I see it's
2: saxophone and guitar. Should
0: sure I duck in the mic or is there? Go right, Go for it. Yep. Yes. We'll okay. Go right ahead. ahead. Uh, I'm Sam Atala. I play. Uh, Keys and trumpet.
3: And I'm Ben Schneer.
0: I'm playing drums.
1: Thanks for joining us tonight, guys. Um, Cam, when I was browsing your social media channels earlier today, it feels to me like you are sort of equal parts musician and photographer, which I found pretty cool. Yeah.
2: I mean, Um, maybe not equal parts. They kind of, they do balance each other out. It depends on the month,
1: you know. (laughs) Uh, Which did you come across first, music or photography? Definitely music. music. Um, How did you go from one to the other?
2: Um, Well, my dad is a musician, and I've been around that sort of thing my whole life. So it was something that was, like, easy to see as possible growing up, you know. Um, Yeah, and I did music in school... Starting in middle school, going up through, and it wasn't till I think I was sophomore year in college I found like a dusty old box of my grandmother's film cameras, um, and
1: oh, so you started with film cam- film photography.
2: Yeah, I shoot pretty much only film.
1: Nice, that's awesome. Um, have you have you always kind of mashed them together? How did you find a way to 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 mix the two together on a, on a regular basis it seems like that's kind of what you're
2: yeah that's what it's developed into um, definitely didn't start that way it just kind of the photography I was you know going on a trip and wanted to document so I brought the camera along but yeah I think it happened pretty naturally because I was building up this like store of photos that I wanted to do a project with and also had this store of Songs that I wanted to make into something more than their parts. Um, so I put it together and I like to think they elevate each other, you know.
1: Yeah, they seem to go, go pretty well together. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it interesting that you kind of chose jazz as your primary um, musical ve- vehicle. Um, when I was thinking about it earlier today, um, jazz is kind of is interpretive and it leave, leaves you open to interpret what's going on with the music. There's there's less lyrics and that's what we, we had going on there with your first song. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, uh, was that a, is that a conscious de- decision as far as you guys um, staying true to jazz and how that works with um, inter- in interpreting your photography? Hmm,
2: that's interesting. Um.
1: Kind of a deep question to start the night, but...
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Sam and I both went to jazz school, UVM, and uh, it's a music that I really love, and, yeah, it just kind of... That's where I came up in, and you use what you know, really.
1: The world does need more jazz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how about we hear another song? Sure. What do you got? This one's called Words.
4: Manless
1: cam gilmore trio with words our friend lauren has scooted over here next to me she's going to ask you a few questions now
5: sounds great hello uh happy to be here with you guys we're a little experimental today just like your jazz so (laughs) uh, we'll see how this goes um yeah so uh ross just asked a bunch of questions to you cam but i actually wanted to pick on uh sam and ben a little bit because Sam, we had you here about a month ago with another band. Ben, I've seen you go through multiple <laughs> bands over the last few years. So I was wondering for you guys, and Cam, feel that feel free to chime in as well about other projects you've had, but I'm wondering what distinguishes this project for you.
3: I can definitely speak to saying that Cam's project, one of my favorite musical projects in all of Burlington, all of Cam's songs, like, Really, like, strikes so deeply to me. Um, I've been playing with Cam for, I don't know, five years? Six? Something like that. Um, And I feel like it's really become second nature in a really weird way when I'm playing with Cam. Um, Like, Cam will introduce a new song and it, I feel like I already know it. <laughs> um, so is
5: the bond th- really yeah. strong with all of you guys for this project?
3: Yeah, I love I love all these songs so much. They're they're all Cam songs, but I I love getting to play on them. Very selfishly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sam, this is a second jazz project for you. What uh, what what do you feel is the maybe the the defining feature of this compared to some of your other projects?
0: Uh, well, I guess. Um, I remember early on when I started playing with Cam, uh, when it was, he decided to coin it indie jazz, which I'm not sure (laughs) you're still a fan of that label or not. I think it works pretty well for what, uh, the music is. Um, I think it's probably like the most, uh, it's really the only band I'm in that does like a lot of ambient stuff, which is good. I think it's good for me as a player and it's also, um... It's like a lot less about like technicality and more about listening, which can be pretty hard to do. So it's a lot easier to talk than listen sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I think yeah, I've been Ben and I were actually just watching, or we were like arguing over which one of us played bass at one of the shows like four or five years ago, and we can. I think we did figure it I out, but I was right. yeah, Ben was right. But I, yeah. So who was it? It was Ben. I was playing bass. <laughs> it was at. We were. It was this. The one before the Sunburst release show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's Ben. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so I think some of the other like the other group that I played in here, Bella and the Notables, is definitely more like straight what you call a like straight ahead jazz. Um and then this group is definitely like more experimental, as you said. So fun stuff.
5: So, Cam, I'm hearing that uh, you're kind of the glue of the group, which I guess should be expected since it's named after you. That was, nah. but, uh,
0: we just named it after him as a formality. <laughs> right, right.
5: It's just a front. <laughs> <laughs> well, so being the one who the group is named after, did you have a specific vision when you started this project, or was it more just connecting with friends you have a bond with? Um...
2: I think it was like summer after freshman year of college and I suddenly made a EP, you know, as you do when you need to like process something. And I kind of could tell that this was something, the album process was something that was a lifelong thing, you know? Um, And who knows who I'll be in 20 years. So might
5: as well just use my name and call it that. Fair enough. And I have one more question that I'm going to pick on Ben again for a minute because I noticed you're using something interesting over there on your drums and maybe it's my jazz ignorance. But I was wondering if you could uh, describe what you're using over there for our listeners and tell us a little bit about it.
3: Yes, I am using brushes instead of sticks to play the drums. Uh, just because I want to be a little quieter. That's that's the main goal. Sometimes I feel like, I don't know. I just, I like to be mindful as a drummer sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> for where, this project, I like to be mindful.
5: Where did you pick up that idea from? Is that a common jazz thing that I'm ignorant of? Or is it something you, you found from someone you admire? Or...
3: I think it's, it's for some songs, a lot of jazz folks do it for like a, a, like a softer show um, or like folks will switch on and off depending on the song. Um, but yeah, for for this, I, I, I don't always play with these with cam set, but I thought for tonight, the brushes would be nice. Just a little soft touch. All right,
5: well, I'm learning a lot here, so how about we go into our next song?
2: Sounds great, this one's called Adrift.
4: each moment to test.
1: Gilmore Trio with Adrift, I believe. Yes. Um, while I was getting ready for this earlier, I noticed that the majority of your previous releases are larger than trios, um, which made me think. I wondered why you guys decided to trim down to a trio for this particular new project.
2: Yeah, I mean, I th- you probably saw like for the album credits seven people or whatever Um, and I think that fits that process a lot better to have like pedal steel on these four tracks and trumpet and saxophones and you know the whole bit like why not pull out all the stops for the record but then for the live thing part of it's availability like not everyone's down on a Wednesday night Um, and part of it is also kind of what Ben was saying about The listening is in a live situation. I think the trio works really well. There's enough space for everybody to hear each other. And like you get that conversation piece more so than a larger group.
5: So jumping off that, we have the three people. But we've got a lot more instruments than just three here. I was watching Sam was playing keyboard with a trumpet on his lap. Cam, you've got your guitar and a saxophone. Ben's back there with his drums and allegedly a bass at some point. I see something else behind you. Is that an oboe or something? It's
2: a soprano sax.
5: A soprano sax. So how many instruments exactly are part of this project, or is it just infinite, however many you can find and play?
2: (laughs) Uh, I generally am playing guitar, saxophone, and bass, and then Sam's doing keys and trumpet and bass, and Ben is doing drums and bass, depending on what the set looks like uh we were debating whether to bring the bass today and we went
5: i think what do we got like
2: six seven instruments But <laughs> like enough for a four song set
5: <laughs> so do you alter the songs based on which instrument you're playing that day or does each song have set which instruments you're doing on that song does it change from set to set
2: yeah it depends on the set um most, like if we're playing a more large, larger venue or something with, and we need groovier songs, having a bass player really helps. Um, so we'll play. It's kind of both to answer your question. We'll play more of the bass centric songs, and I don't know. In some of them, you can have bass or you could not, sort of thing.
1: Um, thinking about the the new project is a. Photo album and a music album coming together, tr- mm-hmm. correct? Um, honestly, the first thing I thought of was watching Dark Side, listening to Dark Side of the Moon with Wizard of Oz. Mm. Is that a right. similar kind of feel that you were kind of pro uh, concept that you were thinking about here, or um, something yeah, like so that? Yeah, Is... that.
2: Uh, so my last record, Frames, I started with the music and then had the photos and had narrowed the the photos down from like 100 to 12 photos. And then it's like, oh, I have 12 tracks on this album. How would they fit together, you know? Um, And then on this next project of AIR, I wrote the book, which is eight chapters of photos and words, um, kind of philosophy, nature, meanderings. and now I'm intentionally setting out to compose music for each chapter with the idea that you would read the book with the music. Um, yeah, and it's been really interesting to kind of do the reverse of that and to have the concept already set. Like this is the chapter, this is how long it is. What the general feel
1: is. How can I make music to fit that? That's really cool. Now I'm even extra looking forward to it. <laughs>
5: Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting concept to make the music while you write the book. I think I've, I've heard a lot of the opposite, where people are inspired by music to write. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I've heard of someone who wrote the book first and then wrote music to fit it. How, how did you come up with that concept? Is it just something you've always wanted to do or uh, just a random thing that came to mind one day? Um,
2: I don't know. It just... It came sort of naturally, I would say I, I maybe it just happened like so happened that the photo book project was taking off as my last album was coming out. Um, it was taking off like conceptually in my spirit or whatever. and so obviously I didn't really have much music to go off of when I was writing the book part and I really liked how the parallel medium thing, paired on the last project so i thought it would make sense to try and it's been really fun definitely a challenge but really fun as well
5: very cool are we ready for another song Uh, or you
1: you guys are ready you don't have any more questions for us you've answered you've you've asked so many good ones lauren i have nothing left (laughs) (laughs) how about you guys play us another song sure Uh, this is Line off my
2: last record, Frames. Uh, it's about starting at the beginning all over again.
1: was the cam gilmore trio in lines cam i I was thinking earlier today um both music and photography are inherently kind of difficult what do you find more difficult music or photography
2: uh probably music because i've been doing it longer (laughs) it's counterintuitive that might sound
1: that is not the answer I was expecting, if only because I know as a amateur photographer my, myself, the longer I've done it, the easier it gets. Hmm. And I would have thought the opposite if you haven't been doing photography for quite as long that that would be more frustrating mm-hmm. for you.
2: I mean, I like the camera, especially film, because you just have three variables, really. Um, And then you just got to see it, right? Like, just pre-visualize the shot. That's really the hard part. And imagine the longer I do photography, that'll be the part. Like, that's where the depth is for me. Um, And I feel like because I've been doing music for longer, I'm further along maybe on that journey. So I feel like I know less.
1: Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, actually um I was also thinking because this new project is uh, both art and music have you have you thought about doing anything um kind of unique in terms of the uh, promotion for it and and um like an album launch as far as like an uh, an exhibit of your photography that you'll play amongst
2: that would be awesome gotta find a way to fund it um definitely the release show will be a
1: special thing for sure and do you i assume you know when that's coming when will that be
2: uh in the next year maybe
1: oh nice (laughs) well hopefully hopefully we'll be able to have you back before a little closer to release time as well Mm -hmm. lauren's got another question or two i think
5: well i guess that that kind of puts a spin on my question but uh I was wondering, cause you know, earlier you said that uh, a lot of the concept of this has to do with nature. And uh, I think every Vermonter knows that at this point, spring has sprung considering it was 70 degrees today. So I was kind of wondering if the the timing of this has to do with the changing of seasons or if it was more just coincidental that, uh, that, that you're pulling out all this new stuff as uh, nature's starting to come back. Uh, you know, fate or, or symbolism, I guess it boils down to.
2: Um, well, there's photos from all four seasons in the book. Um, it's, a lot of it is set in my hometown where I went back and lived there for nine months last year in a little cabin. Um, and I think it's a lot easier to see the beauty in all four seasons when you're in a more rural setting, as opposed to the city, um, city, the city. Um, yeah. So.
5: so this is more an overall look at nature, rather than uh, picking out any particular scenario or season or instance. Mm-hmm. Very broad view of things. Yeah,
2: and like that first tune we did, ambient campfire, that is parallel to chapter three of the book and that's all, like, blossoms and tree buds and stuff like that.
5: So is the, the book itself, is it a progression from chapter to chapter throughout the year, or is it, like, just whatever goes wherever goes?
2: There's definitely a story. It's not quite that linear,
5: though.
1: Very cool. Do you find a particular season to be more fruitful, either as a... Um, in terms of writing music or uh, photos? Mm. Do you feel inspired by one over another?
2: You asked me this question once. I've asked you this. I don't really have an answer.
1: Does the answer change every time the question is asked? It
2: depends on where I am in the project cycle. Um, I don't know. I like to shoot more black and white during winter. Um, And... Winter is a great time for practicing, like, long tones on the horn and more fundamental composing stuff. And summer is often, like, presenting and more polished.
5: Well, it sounds like you've got a pretty defined... uh kind of sense of, of where the seasons fall musically. I was wondering if uh, maybe Ben and Sam might want to chime in if they have similar thoughts about that or if they've, uh, you know, con- contributed certain elements because of the, of the imagery behind certain songs or anything like that.
2: They haven't seen the photos for the new project yet,
5: <laughs> yeah. so it's all just a blind box for you guys.
0: Yeah, we have. We definitely haven't seen them, but I um, it's interesting what you were saying about summer being more for presenting, because I haven't really thought about it like that. But I definitely think that's true, and um, especially like during the uh, the summer of the pandemic, um, or I mean, yeah, summer of twenty one. Um, it was sort of like everything came back all at once, so I definitely felt that way back then and i don't know i guess every subsequent summer has kind of felt similar with especially in burlington with jazz fest being uh the first week of june it kind of ushers in that era so this year um hopefully that'll be the case again but i guess i didn't really answer your question but (laughs) whatever (laughs)
5: it's all right as long as you enjoy what you're talking about
1: (laughs) yeah we're just we're just winging it over here too it's all good (laughs) Um, so, kind of to round things out, um, where can we expect to, s- to see you guys playing s- um, soon locally? Do you have any shows lined up anywhere soon?
2: Um, yeah, Sam and I are playing on June 3rd in the City Hall Park um, for one of the Burlington markets.
1: Awesome.
5: Is right, that for third? Jazz Fest or just in general?
2: Um, I don't think it's officially affiliated. It's like through BCA. But jazz will be in the air for sure.
1: Jazz should be in the air a lot more <laughs> often than it is, I think. Um, Lauren, should we let them play out one more song? Uh,
5: well, first, I think maybe we should ask about uh, where people can find you on social media and where we can find your releases.
2: Yeah, I mean they're everywhere you would want them to be, uh, streaming-wise. And best place is Bandcamp, or buy a CD or buy a print, and you can do that through my website, which is camgilmore.com, or go to my Instagram, which is cgilmoremusic.
5: Great. Well, I think we are ready to hear your last one. I'd like to note that in a very jazz fashion, the musicians are deliberating. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I think that might be because we're, we're making them play a fifth song by accident.
0: Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Or small spaces. Oops. <laughs> For truth. I
2: kind of want to do another ambient. Okay. Um, this one is called Interlude on Prescience.
1: That was the Cam Gilmore Trio with a song that I apologize I didn't catch during your deliberations there. Uh, interlude on Prescience. In, interlude on Prescience. Closing out tonight's show. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Really glad to have you. Thanks
6: for having us. Thank
1: you. Um, this has been Rocket Shop on The Radiator 105.9 WOMMLP Burlington. Don't forget to come join us next week uh, for Two Saints. St. Negritude, the poet laureate of Belfast, Maine, next week on Rocket Shop here on the Radiator, one hundred five point nine W O M M L P, Burlington.
5: Hey y'all! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all didn't plan to be on
1: the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh Good one
4: for me. Crushed it. You did.